0: the ladies of strange i'm
1: ashley i'm tiffany and i'm rebecca thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history mystery and theory of all things questionable odd and eerie hello ladies hello love hi
0: how is everyone today
2: i am beyond i am uh nope Slancha doesn't work there
0: Nope. <laughs> you are Slancha. i'm Slancha. <laughs> i don't know why that would be on the top of your head tiffany um we have a very special guest with us again I think this is our first double appearance, isn't it? Yep. Uh, Large Male Large Tiffany. Tiffany. Dang it. Sorry. You can't claim that title. <laughs> we have CK of Mirths and Monsters with us again. And
2: Infernal Souls and Eternal Arseholes. Arseholes. <laughs> well, we don't have Charlie with us. Oh, okay. Welcome, love.
3: Hello. You could have Charlie. <laughs> you could have CK or Kevin or Charlie or, yeah. I'm, I'm your first non-family member that you've had twice
0: we are are.
2: I mean your podcast family though does that count
3: that's true very much so
0: in our hearts we are so excited (laughs) to have you back on again
3: yeah me too I'm very 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 happy to be here.
0: it's gonna be amazing those were
3: words I'm sorry I'm very happy to be here (laughs) yeah very happy to be here. all of a sudden now Finn is wanting attention
0: (laughs) of course He's so
2: like, I'm we have here too. we have C K and Finn right? from Birds yes. and Monsters.
3: The real hero.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to agree with that, but
3: oh no, it's 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 fully true.
2: Yeah, I remember one of the first interactions we had with you.
0: We were asking for pictures of the star of the show, and you knew we meant Finn. So yeah,
3: exactly. Oh, yeah, well, because it would have been
0: creepy to like message him for the first time and ask for pictures of him. No,
3: no, I don't think it'd be that odd. In <laughs> hindsight.
0: In hindsight, yes, but Knowing in...
3: your knowing you's how I know you's now. You's use guys, hey you guys. guys
0: over there. <laughs>
3: Sorry. Fuck me, I'm tired. Sorry. First swear. Oh not even three minutes in. Sorry. I'm gonna try and limit myself. I'm gonna try.
0: Limit what? You're cussing? Yeah. Why?
3: Uh, just to see if I can. It's Charlie coming out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well CK has chosen once again to grace us with a topic of his choosing. So we get to do the easy part and just sit back And and see what happens.
2: Let the soothing Scottish accent begin.
3: Okay, so the subject I have chosen to do is a tale of three sides because I've decided to do the Bermuda Triangle.
0: <gasps> Ooh, CK. So
3: you haven't done it. I'm
0: so excited. No, we have not. I didn't I'm think
3: a- you had, but then there was a little seed of doubt. It's like, oh shit, have I missed it? And they've just called it a weird title or something.
0: No, surprisingly, oh. we have not covered this one yet. I'm taking it off my list of potential options.
3: I was kind of surprised as well, but yeah, this is what I'm going to do, and there's sort of reasons behind why I'm doing it as well.
1: Now we did talk about some. Uh, what is it called? Over it? What's it called? Spaceships? The- the- Van Allen radiation? belts yeah that that are like it. hundreds of miles above it yeah but that was the only reference wait they're not made. above it i just said it's like the oh. bermuda triangle well
3: ignore me mm-hmm. continue darling <laughs> so bermuda triangle i was gonna get ray to do the introduction for it and then uh <gasps> she fell asleep oh. oh so i'll just do a, i'll do a little bit of an intro and then i'll get into Bits and bobs about it. So, the Bermuda Triangle. Big wet monster, or misunderstood geometrical shape?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's biography.
3: <laughs> Speaking of which, it's also known as the Devil's Triangle.
2: Oh, perfect! <clears throat>
3: Yeah, so it's just like a couple of facts about um, Bermuda Triangle. So it's also known as the Devil's Triangle. It's also known as the Hurricane Alley, which I uh, wasn't aware of, but yeah. Now, the size of it, there's a bit of dispute, friendly dispute, about the size of it. Some folk think it's maybe a little bit smaller. Some folk think it goes all the way to the Irish coast. But in general, it seems to be around about half a million square miles for the Bermuda Triangle, which... Is fifty million has?
0: Oh! Yes. yes! <laughs>
3: I was so annoyed with the Selkie's one where I forgot to transfer. It. <laughs> there was a size of something I didn't do the has, and it's my fourth Rebecca note. Rebecca
0: got so excited as soon as she talked about a size. She was like, Oh! I know. Yeah, you should have Did seen you? her
2: anticipation face. <laughs> it's
3: my it's my fourth note after Bermuda Triangle. Is it a big wet monster? <laughs> There's also an average of four planes and 20 boats that go missing each year in the Bermuda Triangle area.
0: That's 20 a- boats?
3: Four planes and 20 boats.
0: Jesus, that, that's a few.
3: Each year, on average, on that's each year. That's insanity. Yeah, there's going to be a sort of back and forth about... You'll, you'll see when I'm talking about it. So the first sort of mention about the Bermuda Triangle was uh, related to um, well-known piece-of-shit Christopher Columbus.
0: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of him.
3: Yeah. So this uh tool was <laughs> sailing through the Bermuda Triangle to the New World, or as it was known at the time, the really old world that had been there for a long fucking time, you Italian twat. <laughs>
0: That was the official name, yes.
3: Yes, it's a it's a hefty subtitle, but you know it's worth mentioning. It's not a new world when it's been there all the fucking time.
2: <laughs> I when I redo my history books, I'm gonna have you uh, narrate chapters as well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, I am available. So they reported that the the compass readings were erratic also that they saw a great ball of fire coming through the sky, but it turns out it was just a meteor. And she was just, you know, dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> and compass readings I will get back to as well. So, I
0: mean, a meteor could be pretty terrifying back then.
3: Not as terrifying as he was.
1: True. I mean, it's kind of terrifying. It's when the Fire Nation is most powerful.
3: Yeah, but you're in a big thing of water. You see a flaming thing, it's gonna go out. <laughs> So, yes, the three sort of points of the triangle is uh, Florida, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico. The fact that it's attached to Florida makes a whole lot of sense. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That it's a bit, uh, you know, suspicious.
0: Questionable.
3: But I have a question for you. How long has the Bermuda Triangle been the Bermuda Triangle?
0: Like, when did it officially be named the Bermuda Triangle? Yes. I want to
1: say mid-1900s, because I feel like it was a recent naming. I'm going to say 50 years. No, we're in, oh my god, 70 years. <laughs> sure, I'm going to go with the the 30s, the
0: 1930s. Okay, so
3: we've got two for the mid-1900s and the 30s.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Of
3: any century, I'm guessing.
0: <laughs> yes. um, That's how I win.
3: It was you're pretty close. It was actually
0: 1964. Hey. Oh, yeah. dang it! I should have gone with 50 years.
3: I was. I'm so disappointed.
0: Well, understandably, we hear that a lot.
1: So. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but no, you were very, very close. It was actually by an author called Vincent Gaddis. G-A-D-D-I-S. And it was in a magazine called Argosy. I'm not overly sure what Argosy magazine was, but I'm guessing it's to do with slightly unusual things. But he used the article and he cited a string of shipwrecks and aircraft. Oh, Jesus. I must have been tired when I wrote this. I wrote aircraft missings.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's not it's not wrong.
3: But yeah, so Florida, we know about Florida. There's also a a pamphlet from 1609, which described Bermuda as, I quote, a most prodigious and enchanted place, affording nothing but gusts, storms, and foul weather.
2: Oh! It started off sounding so majestic. (laughs) Didn't it?
3: Prodigious and enchanted.
2: Yeah. But you're
3: gonna get wet and blown over.
2: I mean, so. I'm still in.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so blown over by this that's enchanted it. place. And I'm soaking for it. <laughs> I mean,
2: that's what she said.
3: But that goes way back to 1609.
2: Wow. I didn't realize it was that old. The legends, not the land. <laughs>
3: No, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But that's the description of Bermuda and Florida. So it kind of gives you an idea that it's already planting seeds. This is something from over 400 years ago that maybe weather is sort of related to, you know, disappearances and stuff. But I will cover certain theories over there. The thing that brought it into the masses was a book called The Bermuda Triangle, which was written in 1974 by Charles Berlitz and J. Manson Valentine. And this thing sold by the Millions. Oh, whoa. The absolute millions. It took off. I think there was, it was already, uh, a thing that was aware. Folk were aware of the Bermuda Triangle already because it had been ten years previous. A decade had already passed. So folk were paying more interest and obviously it was the 60s so folk were, you know, whoa, right, okay, this is interesting.
0: (laughs) All about cults and conspiracies and... Well, yeah, pretty much.
3: Um, That kind of stuff. So this thing sold like a beast. And then there was also a documentary. This is not that important, but there was a documentary called The Devil's Triangle, also in 1974, that was narrated by Vincent Price.
2: Hey! Hi now.
3: I watched some of it today.
2: Was it majestic? It
3: was garbage. <laughs> oh
2: <laughs> man. It was
3: so bad, but an interesting thing about it was that that documentary offered a $10,000 reward for anybody who could provide evidence of why the Bermuda Triangle was as mysterious as it was, which translate into $52,006.90 in today's money.
0: Does that offer still stand?
3: Yes. Don't know, actually. Well, I get, I mean, nobody's figured it out. Nobody officially has figured it out, there's not a hundred percent proof accurate theory.
2: We've got smart friends. We can figure this out. <laughs> we <We've> got <laughs> smart yeah, friends. Not? A couple, yeah. yes. Oh, you know what? I'm put. I'm not going to put a lot, but I'll put a couple dollars down on saying CK figures it out by the end of this episode. Oh, um, don't let me down. I'll
3: give you. I'll give you some of the theories. Okay, <laughs> and then you can have a bit of a thinky. So, what I'm going to tell you now are some stories. About missing things.
0: Missing things?
3: Things that go missing in the Bermuda Triangle of Doom. So the first one, this is not the most famous one. This one is about the USS Cyclops. Which was a big arse ship. So it was five hundred and forty foot long with fifty caliber guns on it.
0: Yeah. Now, America.
3: I, I'm I'm not a gun person. So I thought, wow, fifty guns. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, calibre is the size of the barrel. Oh,
0: you're cute.
3: I even put that in brackets. Size, not amount.
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? At least you learned something. Good I job, did. sir.
3: Yeah, I'm not a gun person at all. But this is back in nineteen eighteen. So, it took on 10,000 tons of manganese ore. No, I did not look up what manganese ore is. (laughs) But it turns out, in 1918, in 2020 terms, 10,000 tons of manganese ore is just, it's still 10,000 tons. (laughs) (laughs) It picked this up in Brazil, it then sailed to Barbados to resupply up, and then it was headed off to Baltimore. But it was never seen again. And there was zero indication of what happened at all. No oil slick, no, not remains, debris, that kind of thing. Actually, I've got three stories here. And then I've got three explanations of why they might have happened. Do you want the stories all in one go and then the explanations? Or will I do a story, then an explanation?
0: However you want to break it up, you are holding the reins of this topic, sir.
3: I'll do the story and then the explanation yeah. so the USS Cyclops um, so a guy called Marvin Barish who was actually a descendant of one of the people who were on board the USS Cyclops told the Washington Post that a combination of a very heavy load
2: uh-huh.
3: <laughs> 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 I knew it I knew it oh, so I, bet- Jesus. <laughs> I, I, I just I tried not to but <laughs>
0: It's fine, yeah. those giggles in unison was perfect. Load.
3: <laughs> a very heavy load, engine breakdowns, and a big fuck off wave probably caused the. I'm paraphrasing what he said. Apparently, the Washington Post is quite hoity toity. So he said, like, a combination of those things probably caused the Cyclops to sink into the Puerto Rico Trench, which is actually the deepest in the Atlantic, which would be why there was no debris found. But here's my bad joke. My reason is, that I think that something may have happened, is that it was the USS Cyclops, which meant it only had one eye, which meant its depth perception was all (laughs) the fuck, and it hit something and sank.
0: I just appreciate the fact that it was called the Cyclops and it had a heavy load.
1: (laughs) Uh,
3: This one-eyed beast had a massive load. With a
1: massive load. (laughs) (laughs) Or 50 little ones. Or 50 little loads. (laughs) I love you guys I bet Aren't there were a bunch so- of
2: semen on board too
3: <laughs> I made sure to not write the word semen once I've got four and a half pages of A4 notes and I didn't write semen once
2: I am very impressed with you
3: thank you so the next story this is actually the most famous one which even I'd sort of heard of but I didn't know the full story of and this is the story of flight 19 so December 5th 1945 Five Avenger torpedo bombers took off from Fort Lauderdale, which is somewhere in America, Florida, <laughs> F- <of> Florida florida um, <laughs> The names have been changed to protect the dead. But um, yeah, so five Avenger <laughs> torpedo bombers took off from Fort Lauderdale, which apparently is in Florida, on the fifth of December, nineteen forty-five. It was meant to be just a routine exercise. So it was going to fly east for a bit, about 200 miles, and then it was going to fly north for a bit, just about 40 miles, and then back to base. That's all it was going to do. One hour, 45 minutes after takeoff, the flight leader, Charles Taylor, he radioed to report, quote, that they couldn't see land and we cannot be sure where we are, end quote. He sounded confused. Nothing again till 10 minutes later Then other crew members could be heard. Quote, sounding similarly disorientated, end quote. And then 20 minutes later was the final message, which was, Ah! <laughs>
1: you just scared Tiffany. Okay,
3: it wasn't. So, 20 minutes later, the last message was, It looks like we're entering white water. We're completely lost. Now, white water apparently has a couple of different meanings. The main one seems to be, um, you know, like white water rafting. So it's kind of choppy, choppy water. So it sounded like the word. Don't laugh, going down. So just minutes later, a mariner seaplane with a 13 man crew was sent on a rescue mission to try and find them, only to vanish as well.
0: Jesus. <gasps> oh, no.
3: So the Navy then searched for five days. Covering six hundred and forty seven thousand nine hundred and forty seven kilometers squared, which is sixty four million seven hundred and ninety four
0: thousand seven hundred Haas. Holy Haas. I think that's the yeah. most haas we've ever talked about.
3: It's a big old haas.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is.
3: <laughs> Look oh. at her haas. Um, <laughs> oh which my considering God. we mentioned at the start that Bermuda Triangle is sorta of reckoned to be about half a million kilometers squared, they covered even more than that and they found nothing Whatsoever.
0: That's insanity. Well, and that's a lot of uh, ground covered in five days. Are you sure they were actually looking?
3: Yes, because this is a bit. This is the explanation part.
0: It sounds like when my mom would ask me to find something and I'd just like, run into the other room real fast. and mid, yeah. Nope, didn't see it. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's me looking for things. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, no it's way. not in my
0: direct eyesight. It's not here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but this one, Flight 19. The reason I sort of know about it is that I'm pretty sure it was used in an episode of Quantum Leap years ago. Oh! <gasps> Yeah, I
2: love that show so much. I think
3: it was he ended up he was in the 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 body of someone who had to sacrifice himself for other people to live or something like that. But that's what I remember. So here's the explanation part that makes it sound less kind of. So the bits that were left out are four of the pilots of Flight 19 were actually students who were just up there for gaining flight experience. The flight leader Taylor he requested to be relieved of his duties before takeoff, but he was denied. Nobody knows why. He also radioed, saying that the compasses had failed. But it seems he just wasn't trusting the compasses. He was actually over the Florida Keys when he thought he was over the Bahamas. And the reason they think this is that this was the third time he'd actually gotten lost.
0: Oh, oh. Jesus. Sounds like Yeah,
3: me. as for the mariner search crew, that was seen by a search ship exploding in the sky
2: what oh my god
3: so it blew up for some reason at it, it, maybe just like a mechanical error or something like that but and there was also a very rough sea and you know it just got bluttered and nobody could find any bits or bobs of anything so i mean it's not to say that a lot of these kind of things like the flight ones especially it seems to be people get lost and it's such a vast area that they run out of fuel and <laughs> away oh, they go
0: that's a really good sound effect
3: <laughs> so.
2: Yeah. I could I know I couldn't do it because I would see all that water and no matter what kind of system you put in front of me telling me where I'm at I'm going to get lost and go down. So
3: I know how you feel about the ocean in large spaces and stuff. Like I was saying I was listening to the Selkie's one <laughs> and you couldn't be a you couldn't be a seal even though it was a seal's house.
0: Yeah, no I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So That wouldn't bother me, but I need um, directional markers. So unless they're going to do it like the Rainbow Road in Mario Kart where
1: I have (laughs) pointers telling me which way to go. You mean like the fences? And the zoom pads or whatever they're called. Yeah. And like a track that tells me the where I need to go. The little on the cloud going, turn around. Turn around. You're going the wrong way. Or here, let me just pick you up and put you back on the track. For the 50th time, for the love of God, can you stay on that damn track? <laughs> That's fine. what I
0: would need. You couldn't just like put me in a boat or put me in a plane and expect me to go. I need to know like you're going to make a left at the big oak tree, a right past the gas station. I need markers, people. When you see that gigantic blue wheel that makes you pee yourself a little bit hang a right yeah because whales don't move it's fine
3: <laughs> you, you've had a nightmare about that haven't yeah. you? yes i have yeah. yes yes
2: <laughs> there have been many a nightmares about whales and i am very uncomfortable with whales
3: they, yeah i mean i get it they are gorgeous things but it's one of those things of you see something, and then you realize that thing could squash me like a fucking bug, and it freaks that you out. That thing
2: doesn't even see me as a bug. It's like i it could swallow me and not even know I was there.:
3: hey, if this helps, it couldn't. A whale couldn't swallow you it, it, it could the biggest thing that a whale can swallow is a grapefruit.
1: So clarification, is that because of how much it can fit into its mouth or the size of its throat? The size of its throat. Yeah,
3: the, it's got a big mouth. But the actual bit where the food goes down, the biggest thing it could fit in there is just the size of a grapefruit.
2: Okay, that does make me feel a little bit better. Yeah,
3: I mean it's got it's got a heart the size of a mini, but it can only fit a grapefruit down its gullet.
2: Yeah, I know I can stand up in one of the arteries of its heart.
3: Yeah, so no, but, it couldn't swallow you. But at all.
0: sharks, however,
3: sharks will just mess you no, up.
0: Sharks don't bother me that much. Sharks are smaller than whales, and a whale's teeth are just like fur, basically. They're like little filters. How are we talking about whales as much?
2: I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk about dying in the Bermuda. <laughs> Triangle.
0: Did you <laughs> say diamond Bermuda? <laughs> no,
2: dying in the Bermuda
3: dying. dying, dying Jesus Christ.
2: Diane.
3: Diane in Bermuda.
0: Bermuda. <laughs> yeah, Diane.
3: It's a posh version of Debbie Does
0: Dallas. Yes, oh, Diane. It would be like Betty in Bermuda. Betty bangs Bermuda. <laughs> Sorry. Betty bangs Bermuda. <laughs> Sounds like the bachelorette party of a dream.
3: <laughs> so the third one. This one has no explanation. <gasps>
0: Dump, dump, dump. Hell
3: yeah. So, this is about the Ellen Austin. It goes back to 1881. R. <laughs> Not as big as a Cyclops. It's only 210 foot long. But this thing was traveling from New York to London.
2: And it got lost in the Bermuda Triangle? No. Oh, okay. What? What?
3: <laughs> Even better.
2: I should probably just let you tell the story.
3: As it was going toot toot from New York to London, it stumbled upon a derelict ship.
0: Oh, yeah,
3: no crew. Nothing, still stuff, but no crew. So what they did, they waited two days, very patient, waited two days to make sure that it wasn't like some kind of trap or something. While they were hailing the ship and stuff, nobody got back to them. They went, yeah, it's probably empty. So they then sent a prize crew, that was the words that were used, a prize crew onto the ship. And then they were going to give it a tow back to the harbour. Because, you know, it's a, a nice boat. So it was two days of calm, two days of calm. And they were towing the ship. Back to London. But there was one squall and then the ship was gone. Wait what? what? Gone.
0: It's a ghost
3: ship. Everything was not even a ghost. It was a poltergeist. There was nothing there. It was gone until they didn't find it. Um, what? Well- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's actually three different. It's not an explanation, or just three different things. Apparently, happened was they were really keen on getting the ship for some reason, possibly because it had a booty on board, um, as yeah. as the pirates say. So one was they went back to find it. They found it again, but there was no crew yet again. They it was just lost forever, forever. Oh. Ever. Forever.
1: It's how I've
3: written it down. <laughs> Lost.
2: I mean, it's not forever if it's not written, forever. not like that. Correct.
3: And this is the one. This is the one that freaks me out. They Apparently, they found it again.
1: Wait, three times?
3: Oh, three different things apparently happened. Nobody knows which one is actually genuine. Uh... So it was either option one they found it again, but there was no crew. Option two, it was lost forever. forever. Or option three, they found it again, but with a different crew.
0: <gasps> oh. What?
3: I know. So
0: like their guys that they left on the boat were gone? Gone. But they were replaced by?
3: Replaced. They dread oh. pirate Roberts, that fucking thing.
0: I oh. like that story. Please tell me
2: there's an alien conspiracy theory about this one, because like... I feel like the aliens abducted them and dropped down the wrong guys. And was like, you guys look like you. We've, we got it all mixed up and jumbled, but you look like you'd fit on a boat. <laughs> you look
0: like you belong on a boat that's been in the middle of the ocean for a couple of days.
3: Let's pretend I said that. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, cut that bit. I'm about to say something. <laughs> oh,
0: um, yeah.
3: No, um, there's no... Well, I'll get to the conspiracy things in just the next page, actually. But I find that one interesting because there's no... Well, they just seem to think it was the weather again and it's sunk. And blah, 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 blah. But what do they know?
2: Nothing. The I like
3: the found but it the was a different crew. But what I like to think of is it was a different crew. Or it was the same crew, but there was something just slightly different about them. Like maybe one of the guys had a slight, like the eyes were a different colour, or like a different hairstyle, or he was slightly taller. Just something like Twilight zone episode about it. And they had slightly similar names. Instead of Bill, it was Bill. William,
2: Yes. Which is the oh same my God. fucking
3: name. But you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it's like they tried to copy it, but they got just like one little detail that you wouldn't hey. normally notice. Yeah, that wrong. would fit
3: with your alien thing as well, wouldn't it?
2: Yes. <gasps> yes, it
3: would. Oh, clones. But because Poor it was the 1800s, clones. they hadn't did quite the technology yet.
2: I mean, I forgot about the... Aliens did. Aliens. Aliens built the pyramids. They can replace people on both. <laughs> what?
3: So I'm now going to get on to the possible causes of all the Bermuda bollocks and the missings and stuff like that. So there's three that I'm going to mention. No, sorry. There's four that I'm going to mention in more detail, but there's other ones such as subs, funnily enough. Subsea pyramids.
2: Oh, hey! Is Whoa. It's a ears.
3: possible cause. I, I, there's ones I've not actually looked into, because I thought the other ones are a bit more interesting. But subsea pyramids have been mentioned. I don't know how that affects it. Atlantis, of course, but I'll get a bit more about Atlantis. The other one is hexagonal clouds. What? Which I, I now kind of wish I'd looked into. But yeah, I'm not sure why hexagonal clouds is a possible cause. It must be a weather thing. And the other one is alien bases. Yeah yeah so alien bases is another possible cause. it's it obviously cause aliens they get about I mean they built the pyramids those, don't you know? yeah, maybe they built the subsea pyramids first of all to see how it would go when they're wet, and then they went to Egypt and thought, Hey, this looks good,
0: or maybe they just discarded the failed pyramids into the ocean, just they were like, nope, oh. this one's not a perfect
3: plunk, yeah <laughs> um, pyramid, ah, oh, I like that idea, and then they made Atlantis.
2: I do think maybe they tried to build the pyramids underwater, realized that's not quite working. So then they moved on to do it above ground. And that's where we got the Egyptian pyramids.
0: Fair. I was thinking they built the Egyptian pyramid, said this one is not a perfect pyramid, yeeted it into the water. And then (laughs) we get it. You know what yeet means. (laughs) Okay. Chucked, tossed them into the ocean. Is that better? Mm
3: hmm. What about if they made them under the water because it was easier to do because uh, it's easier to lift things underwater and stuff?
0: Yeah, true. But they're aliens. Yeah. They're all powerful. They have UFOs that can beam people up. They can just use that to build them. Have you seen E.T.? Very long time ago. He was hopeless. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't
3: build a burrito, never mind a pyramid.
0: Truth. You don't know what his ancestors were capable of. My ancestors probably did a lot more than I could.
3: You don't know. You're quite a capable lady.
0: I've heard stories. I
3: don't know. Maybe, oh yeah. They're probably just discarded um, cast-offs. So they probably don't look like pyramids.
0: And that's where Atlantis comes from. Possibly. Atlantis is made up of discarded pyramids. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is perfect we've got it all figured out and Keith Triton was like that's my house boom I told you we were going
2: to figure it out <laughs> I expect dollars from both of you ladies <laughs>
0: excuse me we're not the ones who said that they would give us uh what <laughs> we're not the ones who said there would be a reward It's fine we're claiming the reward
3: you have to speak to Vincent Price about that <laughs> Can do. So here are four of the sort of highest regarded theories as to why the Bermuda Triangle is a bit of a bit of a thing. And the first one is rogue waves. These are waves that used to be part of some kind of union or something, I guess. <laughs> And then they went rogue.
0: Fair. Yeah. You know, live your life, little wave. Yeah.
3: So off they went. They waved them goodbye. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: <laughs> so it's a, a University of Southampton oceanographer, which I want as a job because it's just so much fun to see. It's a fella called Simon Boxel. He said that there's storms to the south and storms in the north come together. Now, if you add the Florida storms as well, it can create rogue wave formations. So, I was reading in the Huffington Post, they had a little article says that the waves can reach 100 foot tall. Oh, no! See, that's the thing. I read that and I thought, okay, that's quite big, I guess. Because the ocean's really big and I thought 100 foot waves is quite standard. No! So, the largest wave ever recorded was caused by an earthquake and a landslide combination in Alaska's Litua Bay in 1958 and the waves were 100 feet high and that's the largest wave there's ever been that was a tsunami there
0: well and that doesn't sound like it was a uh like naturally occurring wave either it was caused by the movement yes from the earthquake
3: for that one yes but this fella this simon ocean man uh seems to think i guess it's like a perfect storm sort of thing where they just come together and they go hello and they they kill planes or more so boats, I would imagine, because if you're if you're a boat and you're caught in that thing and it's a hundred. We- 100 foot wave it's gonna you know it's gonna twat you for a six basically
0: good god could you imagine i'm trying to think of something around here that's like 100 feet tall
3: this is where i think of that i can very much relate to tiff because i just i sort of picture a 100 foot high wave and it makes my gut just go yeah and it, it, the idea of that just absolutely terrifies me
2: i mean like that's a 10-story building yeah
3: that's big.
2: And that's coming down on you. No. No. Oh, God.
3: No, I disagree with Give that. Give
2: me aliens any day.
3: <laughs> 100 foot tall aliens. No. Iron giant.
1: Jeez Louise. So
3: that's that one. The second one I'm going to talk about. A lot of people like this one. It's magnetic forces. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah.
0: You've gotten Rebecca's interest.
3: Yeah. So the Bermuda Triangle points true north. So, there's apparently something like 13 poles, actually, north and south. There's like... It's, it's I didn't look into it, it's way too complicated. But there's a true north, which is the geographical north pole where Santa lives. As opposed to the magnetic north pole, which shifts. That's not a set thing, because the magnetic fields and they move and stuff like that. So, there's something called the agonic line, A-G-O-N-I-C, the agonic line... Now, this is, I've written down, I've called it a made-up line, as in it's not a physical thing. So, like the equator, for example. So, it's a line where the true north and the magnetic north cross. Now, this was actually in an area of the Bermuda Triangle. So, if you're using compasses in this area where this line of true north and magnetic north cross, it's going to fuck up your readings. So people are going to lose course, and that's where the whole fuel issue becomes, you know, deadly, I suppose. And then you get squashed by a rogue wave.
2: Oh, God, no. Possibly.
3: <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the one that folks seem to think is possibly most likely for disappearances. Well, the disappearances side of the thing is just because it's so bloody big.
0: Yeah. There's no way to test that now, though?
3: Well, the thing is... How? How? So, this is a good explanation, but the Agonic line isn't actually in there anymore. This also moves, and it's currently in the Gulf of Mexico.
2: Weird. So why don't we have a, like, gulf triangle?
3: <laughs> I don't know the size of it. I'm not sure if it's as big a thing, and also there's probably a lot less traffic in the Gulf of Mexico in comparison to um, the Bermuda Triangle, which has a lot, right. a lot of travel from America going to other places as well, so maybe there are things in the Gulf of Mexico It's a bit uh whiffy-duda, but it's just on a, such a smaller level that it's not Doesn't register as much.
0: Weird. Yeah.
3: Number three, my personal favorite, because I'm a fucking child.
0: Selfies.
3: (laughs) Methane bubbles, aka the ultimate wet fart.
0: Oh my god, (laughs) yes! (gasps) You're probably not gonna like it. No,
2: meth no, I know what this is. They're like volcanic bubbles, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. So Discovered, With methane gas, it's very, very interesting. Yeah, so discovered in 2016 around the coast of Norway. So this is why they're they're linking it. It's happened in off the coast of Norway. So there's a chance it would happen in other areas of uh, ocean as well. So the coast of Norway, there's huge craters, a half a mile wide and 150 foot deep, which is half a big again as a rogue wave. So it's formed by bubbles of largely methane gas that is leaking from deposits of oil and gas that's buried deep in the sea floor. They reach a critical mass before bursting to the surface and they can cause a large eruption. Huh. A big heavy load. (laughs) So that kinda if you if you're on if you're a boat and you're on the surface and one of these things comes up and gets you, it's gone you're you're fucked, basically. You're farted to death. (laughs) And I don't know how how large these eruptions can be and i'm not i genuinely don't know how high what kind of heights some planes can fly because i would imagine there'd be some pleasure pilots um so they don't fly that high so i i genuinely don't know how high uh, a methane eruption could go in this context but if it's a, a crater that's half a mile wide and 150 foot deep i'm guessing it can go quite high
2: yeah that would mm-hmm. be my guess too
3: yeah it's a oh, beauty man. that one it's fascinating stuff this
2: I don't know if I prefer uh, aliens or... Uh... Farts. Fart, Fart guess. Oh, yeah. I'm so
0: torn. I'm so torn. <laughs> aliens <Yeah>. or farts? <laughs> it's,
3: it's, it's farts. Farts always for me. Hands down.
2: Aliens and farts take up a large portion of my brain space. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it's a problem. It's about
3: 50-50. Oh, 51-50. Now, the next theory is my least favorite because it's boring. This theory is, there is no mystery. Lame. So, this is from an Australian scientist, an amateur party pooper, (laughs) I added that part, called Carl Kruzelniki. K-R-U-S-Z-E-L-N-I-C-K-I. Now, he said, basically, it's dead big and it's dead busy, so people go missing and stuff. That's what he said, and that's exactly how he said it.
0: Okay, well, sounds like me trying to explain something.
3: Yeah, Yeah. he's basically said just the sheer size of it and the amount of traffic in it, it's going to happen. And unfortunately, to back him up slightly, just the the following on to this bit, Lloyd's of London, which is a massive insurance company, and the US Coast Guard say the missing boats and uh, planes and everything is on par with the rest of the world
0: lame like the entire rest of the world
3: um i would i would say the rest of the world that has got wet bits on it
2: yeah it's like comparable in size the size and volume compared to other places like if you were to take the same amount of volume it's comparable
3: yeah so oh. percentage wise it's 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 just on par it's roughly the same as everywhere else well that's lame my, my that's... last four words i wrote about this one was boo hiss throw things Yes, yes. <laughs> because, Agreed. Because nobody, nobody wants that. No. Second that
2: motion. I third it. It's passed.
3: <laughs> I've got one last little bit and then I'm done. It's to mention Atlantis. Yes. So, there's ruined temples. Because there was, there was a massive earthquake, obviously, and Atlantis sank. And I'm not going to bring up Jason Momoa again because I was listening to the Selkies episode and he was mentioned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, ruined... Ruined temples, apparently, they're playing host to a bucket load of fascinating creatures. And there's Atlantean fire crystals down there that were the batteries, basically, for the, the world when it was on the surface.
1: Are you explaining the movie to us?
3: I've not seen the movie.
1: You, you haven't seen the movie? No. The Disney animated movie of Atlantis? Because so far you're, you're explaining the plot. Uh, No. Well, it, they probably got the idea for the movie from somewhere. Probably.
3: Maybe, maybe the theory of Atlantis? But the last bit I was just going to mention, it's the energy of this. Of these fire crystal things that are the ones that are causing the havoc for the Bermuda Triangle.
1: Mm. Huh. And the, okay. the
3: reason I left that one to last, because it may or may not have a connection to... Uh, a book of short stories that i'm writing
2: oh <gasps> ck you just dropped a
0: bomb
3: yeah i'm, but I'm not gonna say anymore about it because it'll be giving oh, stuff away
0: you the other seven. reason i
3: must say that i meant um, that i'm doing bermuda triangle is that when mercy monsters comes back on the 3rd of august for series two because I thought that three years was enough time for one series.
1: Do Yeah, that'll do it.
3: But I'm going to be doing a three-parter on the Bermuda Triangle.
1: What? <gasps> you are a marketing genius, right? Thank you very much.
3: Yeah, but enough self-promotion for the time being.
1: No, 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 no.
2: <laughs> We're going to give you another chance to self-promote in just a moment. Yeah. But yes. Oh my God, CK, this is exciting. But
3: that is, that is all my stuff on the Bermuda Triangle.
2: Well, my love.
0: You have just made our day. Thank you. I'm. Sp-
3: or oh, you're welcome. Oh, I'm,
0: so I'm not sure which. <laughs> no, that was amazing. Oh, and now I'm super excited for the third. Yeah, I don't like that Australian guy. Nah,
3: who cares about him?
0: <laughs> Get out of here. He doesn't yeah, know anything. With your logic.
3: <laughs> it's not logic. It's an opinion. There we go. That is based on fact. But apart from that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine.
2: Oh my god! Can I use that against Rebecca now? No. <laughs> I and mean, not logic, it it's my opinion.
0: That's yeah. based on fact.
3: Do any of you, well apart from Tiff with the aliens, do, do any of you have a, an inkling what might be a... Like a preferred theory of your own, or one you think might actually be a decent one to explain the Bermuda Triangle?
1: I'd like it to be the Cthulhu, but I think that island's in the Pacific. Oh. I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with Cthulhu.
3: He's big. Yeah. He's really big. a giant big. octopus guy, right? He, yeah. he could use Kraken as a butt plug.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's one way to put it. Kinky. That's my favorite way to put it now. <laughs> that's what Cthulhu said. <laughs> <laughs> is he the guy that has
0: the uh, things like the guy from Futurama?
1: Uh, Zoidberg. The, I mean, that is a feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he like
0: Zoidberg that has the things over Yeah, but now? like yeah. a
1: giant squid. <laughs> bigger and more like Could, deathy. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying
0: to get a general picture here, okay? Like bigger doesn't mean better or worse size is just it's a like measurement giant sea creature octopus thing it's fine yeah it's when shoot. i become a sea witch i will subdue him and he will be my familiar
1: no big deal <laughs> well i mean obviously <laughs>
3: Yeah, Cthulhu's a
1: Maybe he just beast. needs, like, head scratches.
3: I heard something recently, actually, because H.P. Love H.P. Lovecrafted Cthulhu and uh, Yogg-So-Soft and all that kind of stuff. And it's... Uh, <laughs> I haven't read them at all, but I know of them a lot. But apparently they're described... they're famously described as being indescribable.
2: Oh! Perfect. Yeah.
3: I mean, I think they have a sort of a vague description, but even H.P. Lovecraft, with his incredible mind, couldn't describe the absolute horror that is Cthulhu Cthulhu. I
0: wow. might need to add that to a list
3: yeah I think Lovecraft Lovecraft is somebody I've been wanting to read for a very 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 long time but it's just again one of those things I haven't gotten round to doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, mean, you know life priorities. gets in the way so Rebecca thinks Cthulhu mm. Tiffany thinks aliens or I've always farts. thought it was some sort of like or farts alien farts <laughs>
1: yeah um, maybe it's Cthulhu farts. Maybe. Ooh. I mean Ooh. he's still sleeping. <laughs> Unless twenty twenty is him waking up. Oh god. Oh, oh
3: god, don't, so don't go
0: to the Bermuda just, Triangle.
2: Don't put it
3: out there. We've had enough.
0: <laughs> um, I always thought it was just some like like you were saying, like crisscross of magnetic poles and Has anyone compared it to like what are they, the ley lines? I'm sure someone has. That's what I'm saying. The technology that we have now, with the drones and like the submarines we can send and all that stuff, there has to be a way somebody can get out there and test that stuff. They're just too scared. That's
3: the thing. Is like, like, which bit would you test though? Because as we have mentioned, it's a lot of has.
0: The old ship that you were talking about could cover more than the Bermuda Triangle in five days.
3: That was kind of the U.S. Navy, though. Well,
0: the Navy should get on it now. They're not doing anything. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Maybe they are.
0: That was a joke. I appreciate our service, people.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like like we're not Loch Ness, though. There is a finite, manageable has amount of water there.
0: Yes. Whereas the
3: Bermuda Triangle is a lot bigger. So it's kind of like trying to find a needle in a pile of needles and when you don't know that you're looking for a needle and there are no needles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> huh. Motherhood wrapped up in the sentence. <laughs>
3: No, it's the Bermuda triangle used to freak me the fuck out when I was a kid. It just it seemed I don't mean this in a, a punny way or anything it just seems so much bigger than it actually is yeah yeah there's, there's I think there's a lot more things that are interesting because it it does seem it is so big and there is a lot of traffic but uh I don't want it to be as much as I don't want people to go missing obviously. If it's being caused by something other than something natural, but I want it to be something supernatural or spooky or just <laughs> right? something interesting rather than you know boat got lost.
0: It's okay. Hold on, we still have like what five months left in the year. Oh boy, <laughs> Bermuda Triangle could mm-hmm. could rear its head again. It's like quicksand, you know, with all the movies and shows that we watched. You thought quicksand was going to be a much bigger problem yeah. in our life than yeah. it actually is. Same thing with the Bermuda Triangle. Like You remember hearing about it all growing up, and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh.
3: It's just a big bit of war.
0: That's unfortunate.
1: A
3: really big bit of water. That's war.
1: a pretty good explanation for adulthood. <laughs> a big letdown? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Where's
0: my quicksand? This is not what I signed up for. <laughs> I signed up for quicksand and adventures and, and, and stop, aliens drop, and power and rangers. And I have none of those things.
3: I want it to be a different shape as well—a
0: Bermuda rhombus.
3: Oh, very, very weird. Because that's <laughs> exactly the thing I was thinking.
0: Oh, genuinely,
3: one hundred percent. I was going to say a Bermuda rhombus instead. That's
0: oh, what's amazing? a better shape than a triangle
3: or an oblong? Uh-huh.
0: Oh
2: man, I like this. This is awesome. Yes, thank you, honey. I am very excited. I haven't thought about the Bermuda Triangle in a very long time, so I appreciate this. And now
0: she won't be able to sleep tonight.
1: No,
2: Hmm. I I will say knowing about the methane bubbles i am just like beyond excited (laughs)
1: Mm. Giant. i
3: I only learned about those when i was doing the research today i knew about the magnetic stuff and i knew about the atlantis and aliens and all that kind of malarkey no the methane things oh it made me so happy it's like oh it's farts (laughs) the bermuda triangle is caused by farts And the before last thing anybody says know. before they go missing is, what's that smell? What? <laughs> right? Or was that you? Oh,
2: that is... Damn it, William. But is the, was that you is going to be the last thing
0: my husband says
2: before he passes Before you, will you finally take him out.
0: Yep. <laughs> With one of your methane gas releases. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was fantastic.
3: That was fun. Oh, thank well, you. Well, thank
0: you, dear. Yes. That was such a blast, as thank always. You so mm. much yes. for joining us.
3: Oh, no, like I said before, I've been looking forward to it for the longest time, so.
2: As have we. Well, before we get into our goodbyes, could you let our listeners know one more time where they can find you and all the jazz that goes along with that? Yeah.
3: So, Marth, I'll try not to repeat word for word, what I just heard in my ears about two hours ago. Um, (laughs) So I do... Two podcasts. One is Mirths and Monsters, M-I-R-T-H-S, which is the family-friendly one where me and my dog and three of my cats go investigating, looking for cryptids and monsters and finding out what they're truly like and not the, the idea that they are actually monsters. And that comes back on the... 3rd of August with part 1 of the Bermuda Triangle of which is going to be three parts and after that there's going to be a 3 year anniversary episode as well. Ooh. Oh yay. Cuz it's 3 years on the 18th of August since I started this whole thing.
0: Oh, that's oh I so love exciting. That.
3: The other one other than my award-winning Mercer Monster's podcast is <laughs> uh, <laughs> is Infernal Souls and Eternal Arseholes. It's series one. It's been set in Alcatraz and it's hosted by Charlie the Bagman Baglin, who's dead. And he's a ghost and he's a former inmate. And you learn about previous inmates like Al Capone, Machine Gun Kelly, but you also learn about Charlie as well, which is becoming a lot more important than the history of those losers. <laughs> and it's... Uh, I'm really enjoying it. I've really enjoyed doing it. And I've had a lot of folks saying very, very lovely things. There's a little bit of horror. There's a little bit of comedy. There's a little bit of true crime. There's a lot of fucking swearing. Oh, yeah, this one's not for kids.
0: What more do you need? Well, we are going to wrap it up and let you get to bed because we know it is way past your bedtime on your side of the pond. It's
3: only three o'clock, actually.
0: A.M. Crap!
3: I thought it was going to be like a lot later. But obviously, I'm off tomorrow, so you know I'm good.
0: I would hope so. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm but thank fine. you so much for coming on with us again. Oh, it was so incredible as usual.
2: Always welcome, and we appreciate you. And uh, we can't wait to do it again.
0: Yes, and everyone, if you again, if you haven't checked him out, you are sorely missing out, and you absolutely should because he is not only a amazingly creative creator. Hmm. podcast creator <laughs> there you. he's just a good person and uh-huh. you should go support him in any way that you can so yes. do it right now sorry we'll can
3: I just say one last thing
0: of course uh, where
3: you can actually find it
0: <laughs> yes oh, <Yeah>. importance <laughs>
3: So, it is basically whatever you listen to your podcasts is where you can listen to the podcasts.
0: Perfect. Well, we will make sure to have everything linked on all of our medias and our website and the bio bio blog. Blog. I can't talk. And all that jazz. So, thank you, CK, thank you again, darling. You're very welcome. And on that note,
1: remember, friends, everyone has something that they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, theladiesestrange.com or you can send them to us at theladiesestrange at gmail.com also to tag in on that if you
0: host a show or know someone who has a show or know of a show that you want to have us to have on let us know reach out to us at our email the at gmail.com because we are always looking for more and new guests to have on don't forget to subscribe rate and review
2: and if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show you can find us at patreon.com slash of strange nope yep yep that's our name uh <laughs> Keep it strange, my lovelies. And CK, if you wouldn't mind, would you send us off with a nice cilantro?
3: Cilantro? <laughs> Are you meaning slant
0: Yes. <laughs> I wasn't sure where you were going so, with that.
3: In, in the classic Gaelic <laughs> term, cilantro, my friends. <laughs> You're good
0: health.
2: You're good health. <laughs> I love cilantro.